1: Yo, what's good everybody? Thursday night, Knicks. Off-season edition. Off-season live stream, episode one. I heard there's some playoffs going on, Jay Ellis, but it's all about the Knicks. (laughs) So I heard some playoffs going on in your borough, but I'm not worried about those guys. Uh, I'm not worried about the chatter going on in Brooklyn. I'm worried about what's going on at MSG, man. Anybody show up? uh supposedly they had a good turnout over there man supposedly they had a good turnout over there but you know All like right. t- a, t- t- they had a ticket, a ticket giveaway guess, that, that's it man they they, t- they t- must t- have t- given t- away some free mcdonald's or you know free <laughs> tickets or something but uh yeah they got their hands full with philly anyway so not worried about them how you feeling bro how's everything going man
3: i'm good man
1: lost yeah. over
3: here from work
1: yeah <laughs>
3: just to talk nicks with y'all man
1: but i'm doing good man. doing very well factuals factuals How you man. doing CP man? Yeah, I'm doing all right man. You know we, we got to come on and and check in every couple of days, catch up on Nick's news. This is the biggest off season of our Nick lives, of our Nick's fandom. Very important off season. So, you know, I think it's only right if we get on, you know, catch up with the fans, uh, mm-hmm. have the fans call in with their opinions, their questions on any off season. This is the number one show for the fans, by the fans on YouTube, on social media. Doesn't get any better than this. If you're a diehard Knicks fan, make sure you guys hit that subscribe button. Knicks Fan TV, Knicker Time Show. You see, Rome Data Takeover says, I enjoy every show. Appreciate it, Rome. This yes, is what it's all about, man. It's for you guys, so definitely support us. Hit that thumbs up button. Hit that like button. Hit that share button. And make sure you subscribe to the channel. Gonna be a big year for us. So, um, Jails, let's jump right into it. Catch up on some news for the day. For the week, actually. Um, it, yep. it looks like the Knicks wanted to start the offseason off on their uh, PR tour. We saw... Well, we heard Mills and Perry on the Michael K show. Yep, they went up there and and talked to Michael K, Peter Rosenberg, Donlan Greca about uh, the off season and and you know just answering some questions over the over the season. You know, I, I thought it was um, I thought it was a whole hum interview. <laughs> I don't ho-hum. really you know whole hum in, in that you know here, here's what they said and, and you know you let me know your take. And um, shout out to JB Knicks Film School for for breaking it down. Um, since they're sticking to the plan, mm-hmm. you know, they're not going to sign the wrong players. This is what per- Mills says. They're not yep. going to sign the wrong players just because we have room and the fans have great expectations. They should have expectations that we make the right decisions. It gives us the opportunities to eventually explore trades and take guys into account. Yeah. So, my take on that, JLs, I mean, it's just, you know, just reiterating the same. They're trying to instill confidence in the fan base that they're not going to bring you Vucevic and Jimmy Butler on a plate and say, here's our future.
3: Why? What's wrong with Jimmy Butler
1: and Vucevic? Nah, I'm not. I'm good on that, bro. <laughs> I'm good on that, bro. Sorry. That's the perfect maxes for us, TDB. What that, do you mean? That's not moving a needle for me, nope. JLs, man. That's not going to get it done. That That's <laughs> nope. not going to get it done. So... Listen, we have no choice but to take them at their word. I think they understand about the naysayers. You know, I I see a lot of Knicks fans, like, especially on my IG, like, you know, what makes you think it's going to be any different. And I think that's the reason why they're coming out with these press conferences, man. Just to reiterate that they're not going to blow the money on just, you know, mid-tier guys.
3: Yeah, Steve Mills in particular, he's been here through years and years and years of disappointment he's been here through all the mistakes so he more than anybody else on the Knicks squad knows what New York has been through and what the Knicks have been through so he definitely came over there and kind of cleared that up like you know I've been here I've been in the culture so I know what the expectations are I just want to clear them up we're not going to do anything stupid yeah I wonder if they are they on Twitter I wonder if they're on Twitter
1: Mills is on Twitter. Mills is on Twitter. I definitely added him when the whole um when they were trying to figure out who to represent at the draft. I definitely threw our names in the hat. He didn't hit <laughs> me back he didn't hit me back on that, but maybe next year for us you know I think so. this year they went with a little somebody a bit more important you yeah. know a little bit just just a little, <laughs> a little bit, bit just niche. a little bit yeah and and even just to just to divert to that, they mentioned that um it was Dolan's idea to bring Ewing in. Yeah, man. They're doing PR for Dolan. PR for <laughs> Dolan continues after he tossed the fan from MSG. They exactly. said, by, by the way, it was Jim Dolan's bright idea to bring the captain back for the lottery. You know, uh, Mill said he was trying to bring Perry there, but it was Dolan who who intervened.
3: That's crazy. That's pretty funny. That's yeah. like, oh, he's trying to reconnect with, with the legends. He's trying Fact. to clean up that image.
1: Factuals. Factuals, you know, but, you know, like you said, I mean, this could be even Mills just saying, like, through lesser words, like, listen, I'm learning from my mistakes. The Timmy contract was a bad one. The Noah contract was a bad one. And I'm not going to do this anymore. He says we, but he's probably saying me. That's what what Perry told him in the meeting all right yeah
3: facts. <laughs> that's what perry told him in the media exactly because he just he was alone for two minutes with the pen and he made those videos
1: Ron baker here you go ron i believe in your potential ron here's I a good believe, deal no we don't no we don't. <laughs> no we don't no we don't steve that's not a good idea man Ron baker was not a good idea man so you know it's probably just him just you know uh, regretting some of the moves that he made and promising the fan base that he, that he's not going to blow it this time.
3: Yeah, man, and that's what we need to do right now. Man. That's what we, we need to do. We need to reassure the fan base. But also what I got from that, from that um interview is that they seem to be confident that there are people out there who want to be with the Knicks, that perception has changed. Yes. And that we're no longer uh, seen as a bad apple. And right. I think the one big example he gave was
1: um, DeAndre Dio.
3: Who's yeah got his already
1: right? So I'm I'm kind of going because JB kind of broke it down. So I'm kind of going through each one. He said to to your point. He said they they noted in exit interviews every single player expressed a desire to return, even for less money. They wanted to throw that out there, even for less money. Hmm. So. I'm thinking it's one of two people
4: <laughs>
1: mario or d j that there you go I'm thinking <laughs> it's it's either Mario Hazonia because from Mario's mouth it seemed like he'll play for free he's he's great oh, yeah. he's crazy like that he's dude. ready he's ready yeah ready. he's he's ready he's he's crazy like that or or uh uh it could be De- deandre jordan what what do you think
3: I'm hoping it's deAndre jordan I'm yeah
1: hoping. yeah. I, I to, agree. Me,
3: to me, I mean, logically, you would expect people who are 23, 24, 25, 26, 27 to go after the back. Usually people who are, you know, 25, 26 don't really take big pay cuts to yeah. stay with the team. But in Mario's case, it just seems like he's just that dedicated to coming back. Like, I, I can see him doing it, too. But yeah, I'm very dedicated. Jordan.
1: I'm, I'm hoping it's Jordan, too. Let me just turn my light down a little bit. I'm hoping it's Jordan, too. Uh, obviously, based on uh, having a veteran presence, I, I feel like we need a good amount of big man depth. We don't know if Vonley is going to be back. We need a, we need to help Mitch. Uh, mm-hmm. It's not Cornette. Cornette, to me, is just a shooter. He, he's not the big man that I want backing up Mitch. Um, let's, let's face it. DeAndre Jordan caught a heavy bag (laughs) in his last deal. You know, that boy got blessed. He good. He's good. (laughs) You know, I don't want to count nobody's pockets here, Jails, but I mean, come on, man. (laughs) You you gotta, you gotta come, come back to earth, DeAndre. Come on, man. He's making $20 million this season, Jails. You know, a room exception, a a little pay cut couldn't hurt him. You know, he's not going to get anywhere near that money. To go anywhere else, anyway, so. Nah. You know what nothing near that, but uh
3: um, yeah, he would have to take a, a, a tremendous pay cut too to be here. Absolutely. Our cap situation, if we end up getting the two max free agents like we plan on getting.
1: Uh, absolutely, and um, you know, listen. We I gave him credit during our uh, postseason wrap up show roundtable with the Knicks Film School. Shout out JB and Mackey from the Knicks Film School. If you guys haven't seen it, I put a link up on your on your show notes at the top right hand corner. Click on that little eye icon, and it'll take you to the roundtable that me and JLS did with with the Knicks Film School over the weekend. But you know, we gave him credit by saying, listen, he could have easily asked for a buyout. Like, like West Matthews, he could have went the West Matthews route. He could have been playing in some meaningful Mm -hmm. games. He chose to stick with the tank. He chose to stick with Mitch and work with Mitch and work with some of the young guys. So, you know, maybe it's a sign that he wants to stay. Who knows?
3: Yo, it even to to the West Matthews point, they even brought up something about West Matthews. They said West Matthews came here with like a little bit of a a guard up because he didn't know what to expect. And they said he was pleasantly surprised when he got here, so much so that he was worried about leaving the Knicks, even though he actually ended up leaving. But he actually was worried about leaving the Knicks because he liked the environment here so much. That's right. That's that's saying something about the culture here that he feels like, man, what we're building here is kind of cool. Yeah. So. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I read that. You know, West was kind of regretful for leaving. I was like, Yeah, I'm all right, West. We we we'll, we we'll, all right. Man. We we we're, we're okay over here, West. But thanks. We, need yeah, we need shooters. we need even shooters. Even
3: though he was not shooting when he got
1: here, nah, he wasn't shooting at all, man. But he
3: was shooting. He was shooting when he was on
1: another team. That's for damn. Yeah, people. yeah, he was shooting as the opponent, and and he definitely shot the ball away in, in in game two last night. He definitely had a costly turnover, cost the Pacers a shot at tying the game against. Um, Against who did the Pacers play last night? Tripping. Pacers played in the playoffs.
3: Oh. Uh, we both tripping.
1: Celtics. 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 Yeah. yeah, threw the threw the game away. Um, threw the ball away in Boston. And uh, that was it for West Matthews on the Porzingis trade. Mills and Perry reiterated, uh, "Listen, he didn't want to be here. They did what they had to do. They spent a lot of time preparing for the various scenarios." They had a template for what they wanted, and they felt like they got it. So, (laughs) you know, listen, time will tell who ends up winning that trade, time will tell. But I'm with him, man. The kid didn't want to be here for whatever reason, whether it was passed or not passed. So yeah, keep get moving. Yeah, man. Only six we recognize is Travis with Yeah. The only six we will recognize, well, DeAndre six. Oh, yeah, DeAndre two, DeAndre. De- DeAndre six. DeAndre, yeah, De- DeAndre,
3: De- DeAndre two, DeAndre, and then Travis Ware, and then yeah, that's, that's where it stops.
1: Yeah, a- Absolutely. <laughs> so hey, listen, it, uh, like CP said, it was a proactive move. They had to do what they had to do. What else? They said um, they think the perception around the league is that people want to come here, or they're they're viewed in a much more positive light. One of the things Mills noted was that uh, some some prospect, draft prospects didn't even want to work out for the team a couple years ago. Now it seems like they're more open to it. He did throw in the caveat that they didn't want to work out for him until he took charge. Whoop. So, a.k.a. <laughs> Phil Jackson was a bum,
3: yeah, is what
1: yeah. Mills is saying there.
3: Whew. That's crazy, man. That's yeah. under the when- one... College, when you're so bad that college players don't want to even work out for you. And yeah. it's the Mecca of New York City. That the is
1: reputation. horrible. Mm-hmm.
3: That is horrible. I'm so glad that the, the, the perception is changing. We can actually have people excited to talk to us again. Because it just seems like Fizz brings out excitement right now. I can imagine how free agency is going to be. And I remember last season, even last season, it seems like a lot of the kids were excited to talk to Fizz.
1: Yeah, uh, absolutely. He was, he was winning people over. Uh, absolutely, man. So, listen, um, the the whole thing about all these, you know, these PR moves that they did even from the beginning of the season, how they reached out to the, to the season ticket holders, they had all those private events. You know, you had Chalk Talk with Allen Houston. You had the Town Hall. You had all this, uh, that, and the third, the open practice, which they've had in the mm-hmm. past. But it's just more of an emphasis that they want to reinstill trust in the fan base. They want to let the fan base know that they're working diligently and working hard at really building this team back up from the ground. It's been a 20-year unsuccessful rebuild. And, you know, they're trying their hardest to, to change perceptions. So that's why when people ask me, you know, why do you take them for their word this time? I think because for the last 20 years, we've seen how terrible it's been. And if they don't take note of that, then... We we got the wrong people from top to bottom in, in charge, you know.
3: Yeah, yeah. They really seem to just kind of take heed to the history of this franchise and what right. they did wrong, and they really seem like they're really working hard to correct it. And and, and they also seem like they just do their homework. Yeah, and the evidence. There's a lot of evidence from last season's draft that they do their homework, and I'm pretty sure they're going to do their homework this season as well. As they kind of already alluded to in the interview as well, it was like we had scouts all year, scouting the hell out of everybody, and they said like they they had their eyes on people since last year, about who to draft this season. So, I I think we'll be well prepared.
1: Yeah, uh, well, I sure hope so. Last thing that they touched on was on Frank. Uh, th- I thought the Frank comment from Perry was a little bit interesting. He says that uh, I think the one thing that he, he wants to work on, that we want him to work on, is to continue to grow as a perimeter shooter, being able to make open three-point shots. That's where his game is headed, and I think he will attack this summer with a lot of vigor. But he also said, you know, he thought that once his team upgrades his talent, is when you'll truly see the the difference that Frank can make on the team, Mm
0: -hmm. which
1: is what I think, you know, a lot of the Frank stands or the the team Frankers would say to you, is that you'll see his his value more uh, once his team upgrades in talent. And, you know, Perry also said, listen, the kid's only 19. You know, people want to kind of, he's only 20. People kind of want to write his story and establish him already. And it takes a little bit more time. Did you see that as a vote of confidence, or do you think they kind of spun it well? Um, they
3: might believe it, but at the same time, they still have to make moves this offseason. Yeah. And they're not going to announce they're going to make moves this offseason. Right. But, um, they, but, um, what they're saying isn't false. Right. So, I think everybody believes that here. I mean, well, not everybody, but I believe that here, and you might believe that as well. But, um, At the same time, they also mentioned that they was thinking thinking about making trades this offseason too.
1: Yeah. Both can be true. Both can be true. Both (laughs) can be true. And and we spoke to JB in his um, mini cap breakdown during our roundtable. And, you know, listen, there's $4 million at stake here when it comes to Frank, whether he's here or not. And if you're talking about a dream scenario of bringing in two max players, you might need that money to to try to get a player that may be a bit more ready to contribute right now. Mm-hmm. You know, because the clocks change if you bring in that, those pieces in. That $4 million might be DeAndre, yo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, could be if you're trying to keep ISO. Could come down to who you keep keeping between ISO and Frank. You know, maybe even Dotson. Yeah. We'll, we'll see. T. Williams in the chat, so they're just trying to trade, uh, raise his trade value. Possible, but but talk isn't going to get you there, man. You nope. know he, He's, he's so got to play, man. He's got to play. Let's go to the phone JL. Julian's back. Let's talk hey. about free agency. Julian, how you been, bro? I've
5: been good, C P well, how you doing?
1: Good, man. What's right. going on, bro? I
5: don't know. I'm just nervous about this summer, man. I really I'm trying to believe, you know, Scott Perry at his word. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna try to do that for the rest of the time until July first. Mm-hmm. But it's just so nerve wracking that like the next five to ten years of our franchise could be in- impacted so much by Ew. a couple of dates.
1: I mean, we could we could really. It's two paths. It's two paths. It's the red pill or the blue pill. It's more of the same, a slower, a slower grind, or it's back to excitement, back to MSG, back to the mecca. Yeah. I mean, it, it's 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 exciting. It's it's exciting still, man. You know.
5: I just like I just like that we have flexibility. That's what I'm really into with this regime. They're giving us the you know the the luxury of like having a chance at these guys that we usually never have a chance at. And on top of that, we have the chance at getting you know a generational talent in Zion. So you know you can't go wrong on, unless you sign a guy like Boogie Cousins. So I'm just proud of the way we've gotten here, and you know nobody's jumped ship in terms of the fan base. You know, because
1: except for that one lose loser that went lose. to LA, he can't come back though.
5: <laughs> oh yeah, Max can. Like, gosh. I don't even. I'm not allowed to say that on the air. Oh,
2: mm-hmm.
5: um, but seriously, <laughs> this, this 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 whole notion that oh, the Knicks, you know, were are this disgusting destination to be at. It's it's complete in utter bogus and I like that you know Perry and Mills are coming out on the you know, even though if it is the Michael K show. Yeah. Um and like saying, you know, we've we put in the hours, we're now a respectable organization and that's where you gotta be like, see, at least we're not incompetent. At least we're not doing a bad job. So yeah. now it's really just up to Rich Simon and K D if they want to come over here. Or Adam Silver, if they want to, you know, throw us a bone and and <laughs> give us the first pick.
1: <laughs> that, that's that's, it, that's man. really all it is. That that's really all it is, so, man. So that's
5: that's basically
1: what I got for you, on there. Yeah. All right, Julie. Appreciate right. the call, man. Good to hear from you, bro. Yeah, man. Yeah,
3: yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. It's it's all about the flexibility, JLS man. Yeah, man.
3: They they seem to they made a case too they were like listen we're not going to blow our money on these top tier agents I mean on these mid agents if we don't get what we want we're going to be responsible Yeah. so they seem like they're parodying everything that the fan the base is saying so hopefully they, they stick to their word and we, we don't end up spending max money on we, on anybody like on anybody
1: or, man anybody not worthy you see Cousins (laughs) went down I I knew Cousins was never going to make that big of a difference in Golden State they already loaded it's one ball you can only have one ball just because Cousins was there was never to me was never going to upgrade him to any more superpower than they already were you you know what I'm saying to me I always start having Looney in there Clooney whatever his name is was was a better better move because he doesn't need the ball to be effective you know he's a low usage play he's a defensive stopper for that team so you know cousins going down um and you know obviously I don't want to see nobody get injured but definitely don't want him here anyway yeah that one injury is looking rough Woo. yeah it's looking looking rough look i don't I don't know if it's the same uh leg that he had the Achilles tear. You know, I don't know if like maybe he's overcompensating or just a fluke injury. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, me neither, man. For those of y'all who want to boogie cousins, I don't think there's a lot of y'all anyway. Y'all, I do not see that too much. No way.
3: But no uh way, man. definitely should wipe your minds of that right
1: now. Factuals, factuals. Shout out to everybody in the chat. Hit that thumbs up button for your boys. How's everybody doing out there? John Talento, what's going on? Nick's nineteen oh four was here early definitely waited through all the time delays my fault on that crooklyn x what's going on cp the artist Tariq g mike morgan we got gladiator from pr puerto rico stand up uh if you guys are in the chat rep your city man throw your city in the chat let's see where you guys are checking in from jl who you got in your chats man yo man i
3: got yuska he was in there early first one what up man yuska what's good yeah wilson What's going on, Wilson right. Arsena? Right, Craig right. Williams, man. Staple over here. Be holding down the chat for me. Uh, Keith Sinclair. What's going on, Keith Sinclair? I see you, boy, out here. Yeah, Ricardo man. Custer. I see you out here, too, man. Shout out to my guy Enzo. Uh, Staffa Don, what up, man? Stafford Don.
1: What's good, Bridgeron? <laughs> it's my boy Stafford from Florida, <laughs> up in Jamaica all day.
3: All right, all right, all
1: right. Yeah, man. Uh, let, us see who, who we got in the chat where everybody's checking in from, oh, we got somebody from Honduras in here. Okay. Okay. We international out here, JL. So we got, um, my boy, Jay twice. Inglewood was good. Shout out to Inglewood, California. That's my, my second home. Gary (laughs) sings. He's checking in from North Korea. Gary, you wouldn't be on the, you wouldn't be watching YouTube if you was in North Korea right now. So we know that that ain't true. Camario Jarvis <laughs> Antigua, and Barbuda. Shout out Camario. That's dope. Bruce Thomas from Albany. Uh who else we got in here? Brooklyn Bronx. Shout out Tariq G. Sima Singh checking in from Arlington. Okay. Brooklyn in here heavy, JLC. You know that, man. Like, that, I, I, that, I, I, that's your hood. Yeah, no, yeah, man. LA in here. My, my my wifey's in here. Shout out LA. Um Jesse Cook from Australia. Shout out Jesse. What's going on? We got we got a lot of people from Australia in here, man. House, right. House Flan from uh Santa Clarita. We got House Santa Clarita in the building, Cali in here, heavy. So uh, yeah, shout out to everybody watching and, and shout out to everybody supporting for sure, man. Let's go sure. to uh let's go to Cali, man. Let's go to JJ and Inglewood. what you want to talk about, Nick's management. JJ, what's going on, bro?
2: What's going on? What's going on, CP? Hey, is, is is this tampering, man? I see
6: I see KD highlights on the TV, man. Nah, tamper? No tampering. No tampering ever, man. Way <laughs> to <the> summer,
7: man.
1: <laughs> uh, you you got to put those smooth transitions in when the callers want to talk about off season, man. You know, I, I got I got them all loaded up on the deck. I got rights to all these videos, and in case anybody's wondering, I got the rights to these highlights. So don't don't think this is the uh, pirate that. show here. <laughs>
2: I hear that, I hear that. Man, but I was just saying, man, I'm a Lakers fan, man. 16-time champion Lakers fan, man.
1: You guys Dude, are going through it right now, man. We've been in before, Praise Pray is up to the Lake show, Yeah,
2: man. we are. Yeah, man, we are, we are, man. But I'm just saying, man, if, if the summer doesn't pan out, I hope it does. Mm-hmm. But if it does not pan out the way I want it to, is this indicative of the management or is it, what is it? Is it the pressure? What is it?
1: Uh, you want to take that, Jails? But
3: the Knicks don't pan I mean, let's... It's... Like, um, I, it depends on what happens. Like, lot, like half of the season is dumb luck. You know what I mean? <laughs> half of the season is dumb luck. And the other half is what the free agents think of us. Yeah. It's like, really, there is, to me, as long as more fun to get Zion and KD and Kyrie, right? That's the ultimate success to me and for everybody else. But if that doesn't happen, as long as we don't spend, a million, like, trillions of dollars on, like, a fourth-tier free agent. Yeah. I mean, at least don't, we don't max a Moody or something like that. Then we're good. You know what I'm saying? Then we're good. It'll be a painful year. It'll be a, a slow rebuild of just you know, keep adding marginal talent for not long-term pro, um, contracts. But that would be the ideal if our season doesn't end up with a KD or a Kyrie or something like that.
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't think it would be, uh, you know, an indictment on the management. Listen, free agency is a crapshoot. Guys Mm -hmm. choose their destination based on, you know, a variety of, of factors. You know, LeBron's factor for going to the Lakers was to extend his brand into the, you know, into his retirement, set his family up you know, have some stability. Obviously, he has his entertainment company out there with Mav Carter, Rich Paul, and all of that, the representation company, uh, the the um, production company and stuff. So obviously, the Lakers appeal to him. We don't know what KD's motivation is to come here, if it is any to come here. You know, some say that it's to, to start out on his own, to have his own team, to extend his business, um, you know, his, his investments and stuff out here. I don't really think that's that big of a deal, but some people think so. You, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, JL? So, you know, it, it, I, but I, again, if we don't get them, it, it is what it is. You know, if it is what it is, if I'm a player and I'm looking at making fifty plus million dollars more by staying with my team, I'm probably gonna stay with that team, <laughs> JL. You know what I'm saying? I'm probably gonna stay with that team. That. But after you
3: have, a, you
1: know,
3: after you have two hundred. Million dollar?
1: What's fifteen? What, what's fifteen? <laughs> I mean, you're right. But listen, Katie. <laughs> Katie also said he he never got his full max bag like everybody else did. So could that be a factor? I don't know. You know, he's, yeah. he Regardless, he's gonna give Golden State an opportunity to keep him. And when he does that, they're gonna throw all of them in the room. You know, Clay gonna be there. Steph is gonna be there. Who yep. knows where Draymond gonna be at? He might be salty. You know what I'm saying? They might have already kicked him out by the time they get to that oh. meeting. Or he yeah.
3: might do it over text.
1: Or he might do it over text. And <laughs> you, you, you just don't know. <laughs> you, you just don't know. All
2: right, man. I hear that, man. I appreciate appreciate y'all taking my call, man. Let us show as always, man. Rest in peace, Nipsey Hustle. Rest man. in peace, Play Nip it, man.
1: Hustle, man. You already know, bro. Appreciate the call, man. All right. Let's go to Jimmy from the Bronx. He wants to talk all season. Jimmy, what's going on, man? Hey, yo, what up, man?
6: How you feeling, bro? What up, man? Hello. Yep. Yo, what's up, yo?
1: Chill, man. How you feeling, bro?
6: Everything. Everything good. Everything good. No, I, I hear everybody saying that Kevin Durant going to the Knicks. I don't think he's coming to the Knicks. Well, I, th- I, I think, I, I think, I think we will land. Probably a Kyrie Leonard or Jimmy Butler. I don't think Kevin Durant. It's the it's me. Kevin Durant's the type of person. He don't. He can't take criticism from the media. From the media, he was suicide. You know how hard is New York media on our players? He was literally suicide. Think about it. Like he cries all the time on the media. You think he's gonna come to New York to 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 to, to let, let's say let's say we don't make the playoffs for him, like LeBron when he went to LA.
1: Yeah.
6: He's going to go, and the media's going to get on him, and it's going to be bad. He's going to want to leave. He's going to want to buy a car. I don't know, man. I don't feel like, I don't feel like we should get Kevin Durant. I feel like we should get we should go after Kawhi Leonard, Kimball Walker. We can't get Kimball Walker. We could get Scary Terry and then add a Kawhi Leonard or, or, or Chris Middleton. You know, just a few pieces. We can't go crazy just spending all this money on one player. How We don't even know if he really want to be here. He probably want to come for the money and to get his brand and, and, and sell his brand. I don't know, that's how I feel. I feel like we should go for for Kyrie Leonard or, or just little pieces going to help us build for the future, you know? Okay.
1: I appreciate that's, the call, man. Go ahead, Jails. Now nah, it's funny because I feel like
3: out of KD and Kyrie, uh, Kyrie worries me more.
1: Yeah, Kyrie <laughs> definitely worries me more in, ter- like, in terms of me. I think KD can handle the media fine. I don't, I don't think it's that big of an issue, to be yeah, honest with you. To me, I feel like KD might be with the fans. Before (laughs) before the media, right?
3: Yes, I feel like
1: like KD KD, KD, get ready to body slam a fan eventually, man He's coming close
3: I can see KD being the DM in that geese screenshot
1: He's he's coming close Remember he told that one fan on the baseline in Dallas He said, shut the F up and watch the game He's coming close He's coming
3: coming close close. He's gonna need some bodyguards or something He's gonna need some bucks yeah, But yeah, I don't even think it's going to be the media or KD. I think KD is going to be the fans if he has a bad like, I, And I think the fans will be light on him at least year one. <laughs>
1: um, Maybe towards then. No, 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 no. Nah, to, man. Be, t- yo, listen, they're man. A- as soon as soon as if, if they ever sign here, if we ever get those two max put, forget about it, Jails. We're going to be so obnoxious and ignorant. It's going to be crazy, man. Oh, it's going to be crazy, yo. man. If
3: we saw it, yo. <laughs>
1: it's going to be crazy, I man. Am,
3: yo, I'm walking to the Barclays Center
1: with a bullhorn. I'm telling you. Screaming. Squad at up on the nets. All, all that garbage up. talk. What's the score of that game, by the way? I don't know. Yeah, who cares? <laughs> Whatever. Who cares about those guys? Let's go to um, Brick City, Newark. Mustafa wants to talk about Kevin Knox's growth and development. Mustafa, how you feeling, bro?
8: Hey, what's going on, guys? First, I want to tell you, I really appreciate y'all. I've been watching y'all the uh, last half of this season, or really the whole season. And uh, being in Atlanta, I don't really get a chance to chop it up with too many Knicks fans, so I'm so glad I found both of y'all's show.
1: Oh, good, man. Um, appreciate the support. I want to bro. say, um, like, straight up,
8: people sleeping on Kevin Knox. I want to say this. I've been looking at Kevin Knox numbers, and the boy looks terrible in, in a lot of aspects. Mm-hmm. Defense is bad. He's sporadic and all that stuff like that. But I compare his numbers and his growth to Jason Tatum in his first year. And Mm -hmm. I can see him being that type of player in that second year. And I think a lot of players, people sleep on, it it means something to play on a good team in a good system. Mm -hmm. And I look at a player like Chris Middleton. I think KD and anybody other than Chris Middleton coming to us in free agency is great. I don't think Chris Middleton is a great player. I think he's playing next to Giannis, which makes yeah. him look great at a lot of times.
1: I agree. I, Kevin I Knox is him. not
8: playing with anybody of any consistent caliber. So if you put Kevin Knox right now in go to State Warriors team, yeah, every 17 points a game, probably shoot 40% from three and a high 46 47% from the field. So I right. think we need to give him that opportunity to play mm. with a KD-type player and then see what he is.
1: And, and I
8: here. take that same type of thing with somebody like Frank Likina too. Even though I can give up on Frank Likina easy. Yo, the, yo like, he I mean, just like said Frank. he just I was, said, I, I would stay patient man. with Frank
1: even though I would get rid of him real quick. I was,
8: you know, <laughs> yeah, I am Frank supporter, but I'm staying patient. I'm staying more patient with, with Mario right now because I think Mario plays good. You take a point guard like Moody out the equation, and we get a point guard that wants to distribute the ball. A lot of players are a lot better. You know what I'm saying? But um, yeah, that's um. I don't. I don't want no trade involving a uh, uh, Mitch. If we get Mitch, if we get the number one no pick much. in the draft, I can't see us going for AD. Not unless it's like Mitch and, and even Mitch and Zion. Straight up, I don't want AD because Mitch and Zion is worth nine. It's $9, I mean, nine million dollars for their production. want to do that. And AD coming for thirty to $1 million dollars. Yeah. The only way I can see an AD trade right now is this third pick or, or worse. So just give me your opinion on that, man. Yeah. I really appreciate you guys. I'm always at work. I never get a chance to catch y'all live. Okay. So I'm glad I caught oh, okay. the show live.
1: Well, you know, appreciate we on y'all. um. Uh, the show is also in podcast format. So if you're not on it, on, on Spotify, we on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, right. Stitcher, if you got Amazon Alexa. So you can listen to it in audio format if you All don't right. have access to your YouTube at work.
8: Oh, yeah, yeah, my job. I can't listen to nothing while I'm at work. Oh, okay. <laughs> but, okay. But, but I catch it every night when I get home. Y'all brothers help me get through the games that I missed. You know what I'm saying? When I come home and the game is over, I get to watch. I watch y'all before I even watch the highlights. I go to y'all and hear what y'all saying about the game. Appreciate so it, man. I appreciate man. y'all.
1: Appreciate <laughs> it, man. Hold it down at ATL nah, and stuff, Thanks a lot, man. JLs, what, what, were, your, what were your takes on, on his Knox comments, man?
3: Um... Yeah, it's, it's early on knocked like everybody's saying. Yeah. Like he's still nineteen. We don't really don't know what is what he's gonna be. And you can really say that about anybody under
1: a lot of rookies. Yeah. A lot of rookies.
3: Anybody really under twenty four.
1: Yeah. Factuals.
3: <laughs> like 24 and, a half and under it's like you really they you, you really don't know what they're gonna be. Even Moody, sometimes I feel like I go back and forth like, am I being too hard on him? You know, because he's not, you know, that old yet, too. But, like, well, he has certain points. Like, if Kevin Knox, right now, especially the end of the season, Kevin Knox.
1: Yeah. He finished strong.
3: He finished strong. He finished but, strong. Um, if there was a superstar next to Kevin Knox on the offensive end of the ball,
1: mm-hmm. the
3: way he was attacking the closeouts. And shooting a three this season, he would definitely benefit from having like an actual focus. Point guard, on, yeah, as a point guard, like especially the way he was hitting that corner three.
1: Yeah, I agree with
3: that. Yeah, I, I so, agree with that. So, yes, I agree with you. If Katie was here next to Kevin Knox, I think Kevin Knox would look a lot better.
1: Yeah, next season. I agree. I, I also agree with his takes that you know he points to a guy like a Tatum, not not comparing Tatum and Knox, but just saying like a guy like a Tatum. He benefited so much from being in an established, well-established system, well-established team in Boston, well-coached team in Boston with Brad Stevens. Tatum was able to, to go in there and really succeed and or fail. And it kind of, you know, slide under the radar because Kyrie was there. Horford was there. You know, you had Terry Rozier doing his thing. Marcus Smart. Jalen Brown was doing his thing. So Boston was kind of able to hide Tatum's flaws because he did dip a little bit mid-year. And in the playoffs, he wasn't that great. You know what I'm saying? But on this team, when Kevin Knox is starting every game and, you know, potential-wise, he's one of the best on the team from a potential standpoint, you want to see more out of him. You know, and okay. yeah, and he, uh, you know, he had his peaks and valleys. Statistically, it was a nightmare, though JLS, and and I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll bring that up in our in our postseason awards when we get to it. But statistically, it was a nightmare. I'm just glad he kind of tried <sighs> to rebound as the season um, finished.
3: Yeah, I, I agree with you. I agree. His second take, though, CP, the ADU, the Mitch. You wouldn't do a Mitch and Zion for AD? Jeez, mm, man. Yep. Oh, man. Ah. I go back and forth. I go back and forth, CP, because every time I think of... Man. I'm not trading
1: Mitch, man. I'm not trading Mitch, man.
3: Next season, KD, Kyrie, AD. That's not a finals, though?
1: It depends on what else you're putting to get... It. Yo, you have to get rid of half the team just to still get AD, even with Zion at one. Yeah, it yeah, would have to be Zion, Knox, DSJ, Frank, and and who knows? New Orleans would probably say, forget half those dudes. Just give me Mitch. You have to make the salaries work. Yeah, got to make the salaries work for sure. CP <sighs> the artist says, I'm trading Mitch. John Talento says, no way I'm trading Mitch. Sammy So-So, nice name. He says, I, uh, we need a bench. <laughs> Nick's 1904 says, Mitch got two eyebrows. We good.
0: Mitch got two
1: eyebrows Yo I'm not ready to trade (laughs) Mitch man I feel like it's a mistake I'm tired of trading our young prospects JL's we finally got something a surprise a pleasant surprise I want to see this through I want to build with Mitch I don't want to trade Mitch man. it
3: was funny we had the same kind of talk last uh, before the trade deadline about um KP for
1: AD. Yes, we did.
3: Yeah, and I think I was—I think I was I I around the same lines. It's like KD KP for AD. Uh, that might be the only person I would probably trade KP for.
1: I'm not trying to trade Mitch, man. You guys are crazy. I get, CP, I get what CP the artist is saying. Scared money don't make money. Dubs that, Revo yeah, that's says.
0: <laughs> Dubs
1: Revo says. Shoot me, <laughs> cue,
0: cue, cue dream
1: you know listen it's not a bad idea it's not bad but I just feel like number one we, Kyrie's an injury risk yeah 80 is an true. injury risk and I even feel like at some point KD will be an injury risk sooner than later he had that 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 fifth metatarsal injury on his foot he had a bone graft on that foot. He's seven feet tall, running around like that, JL. It's a risk, man. He's got Katie got a lot of mileage on him, man. He got yeah, a lot I of mileage. On, as much as I, as much as my 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 fantasy basketball brain would love to have these guys here, I like the the negative part of of being a Knicks fan is just always here. Like, what what's the worst that could happen? And I just feel like it, it could all be bad, man.
3: I understand, I understand the hesitation, man. I understand the hesitation, but I also understand that team could be unbeatable. <laughs>
1: that team could be unbeatable, man. You you know, be. Somebody got to stop the Greek freak. Who's going to stop him? Somebody got to stop Giannis, man, because Giannis, Giannis is on a mission right now. I don't know if you all have seen him. You see what Who's he did? Gonna,
7: you
3: got to pick your poison team, Kyrie, Katie, and AD. <sighs> Oof. You got to pick one.
1: Natty this Solo says play, play is development is also somewhere. a risk. Huh? I said uh, somebody... Natty Solo says play development is also a risk.
3: Yeah. It's also a risk. You don't know what ceiling Mitch is going to be. Well, Mitch... Or other yeah, you don't
1: know. You don't. You don't.
3: Will Zion be able to use his AD?
1: You don't. You don't know. It's, it's a gamble, man.
3: It's all a gamble.
1: But like I said, like I said, it goes back to what this front office was saying, right? mm mm-hmm. can, can they put that team together, trade all the young pieces that it's going to take to bring in AD and say that they're not skipping steps. Isn't this just the same old same? We just getting to a point where the cap is in order. We just getting to a point where we're getting a couple future assets in here. And to give up half of that to bring in AD after you go on this world tour talking about, you know, this is going to be a process. We're going to do this right. We're going to do this right way. I don't know. Jails. I'm not sure. That's. It's a, it's you know what a, it it's is, a huge, you know, what
3: it is sustainability. You know why it's almost 80 is young. I think that's what it really is. I think that's what it comes down to. Yeah. I think that's what it comes down to. Like, People might look at it differently because AB is only, what, 25? Yes. So it's not like back in the day when we were trading for somebody who was 29, 30. That's true. That's true, too. He's still in this
1: prime. Heavy in this prime. He's
3: in this prime. Like He can be here for another 10 years. Okay. And, and your star is solidified, if, you know, technically, if you keep him happy. Yes. Okay. You sold meanwhile, me a little bit. Meanwhile, Zion is, looks great. He can very well be a star too. I'm not saying he won't be. <laughs> I probably can be a star too, but it's question marks with those guys. Is what I'm saying. Stressful, man. This is a sure thing, man. This is why we. I don't envy being a GM. Man. Yeah, that
1: is. Some, some <laughs> you, a, you see, you yeah. see Magic. You see Magic dip quick. He said. Yeah, he was like, I ain't I ain't here tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> no? broke, up, broke up with this girl over text message. quickly he said i'll be at the starbucks if you need me exactly. planning my next investments and i'll come Word. to the game i'll sit at the game I'll yep
3: st- i'm in your starbucks tweeting
1: let, let, let's talk to ari about this AD stuff ari what's good bro
4: hey what's going on guys how you doing chilling chilling
1: man chillin', how you on, feeling man. bro?
4: yeah uh so i mean i listened to the show um you had the two other guys on when they were talking of you guys were talking about like, you know, the money's not gonna add up, like you even if you, you get the number one pick, you're gonna have to trade like the whole team to get A D. Yeah. So uh, you know, that was very informative. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, honestly, you know, JL makes a good point about, you know, you he's 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 young and that um you know, even let's say we do get Durant, you know, when Durant will be retired and we'll still have him in his like, getting into ready to be into his prime. But I still, honestly, I I would not trade the number one pick and Mitchell Robinson for AD because, you know, assuming I wouldn't trade for them for AD either way. Now, the first reason, but I definitely wouldn't trade them for AD if they got Durant and Kyrie because, you know, I just, if you're going to pay Anthony Davis, like, that kind of money and you're going to give him a huge max spot like that, then you have to you, – you, his the only way to justify that, I think, is to have him have a high usage. And with Durant and Kyrie with the yeah. ball in their hand, yeah. he's that's to turn thing, like a
7: glorified
1: – Could be glor- the Chris Bosh. Yeah. He could be the Chris – somebody's <laughs> yeah, got to be in the Chris Bosh
4: exa- on the basketball court. Exactly. Exa- exactly. Because Kyrie's going to be dribbling. <laughs> you know, KD's going to be, you know, shooting. And like it's gonna leave him playing the Kevin Love role. And do you wanna be pay- do you wanna be um you know paying, you know, super max money to a guy who's gonna be playing this like the third wheel role what that's even though point. he's probably you know, even though he's better than Kyrie, he's not gonna have the ball as much as Kyrie, right? That's so a good so point. I just don't I think mean, it makes it sense. If if I, think, I think I think What
1: did you say, JLs?
3: It depends if he gives me a chip or not.
1: <laughs> Depends. Yeah, and I think, if, he, I think, if he's I, playing the Kevin
3: Love a... role and gives me a chip, hey,
1: great job, <laughs> great job.
3: <laughs> and, and guess what? Right. Oh,
1: Fantastic, Katie, buddy.
3: KD, KD, you, you stubbed your toe for two games.
1: Fantastic, okay, Chris buddy. Chris
3: Bosh, you, 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 you're the man now.
1: Do what yeah, you do. <laughs> it's true. I mean, and and uh, I'll let you finish. Sorry, but it's it's kind of similar to that Golden State yeah. point, even with Boogie. Like Boogie wasn't gonna make them that much better of a team, and That's I think yeah. But right, I also, exactly. it it is different jails, but it's not in that you know some of these guys on on Golden State, Clay Thompson, uh, even Steph, they don't need the ball to be effective. You know what I'm saying? Those are exactly. high profile. Those are, you have two of the best shooters in the game. Where you, you could know, have the
3: most extreme. <laughs>
1: how, <laughs> how, how you figure? Look, look go, at Golden
3: State. Because Golden State was a 79 win team before Boogie came here
1: <laughs> Listen, all right. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point.
3: <laughs> like, like in, in all reality, like freaking KD. Is the- <laughs> Could could technically be the AD in that situation because they already had freaking uh, Curry and um. We'll, we'll see. Woman. We'll
1: see. I, I feel like they needed KD to stay to stay at a championship caliber. <laughs> I felt like they needed him. You know what I mean?
3: Yeah. I feel like
1: they I, they needed him. That seventy that that record breaking team was that was a great team, one of the best in NBA history. But I also thought that that they were assembled well from from starters to bench. Their bench right. their bench could have had uh, guys starting. Good minutes.
3: I would hold y'all. Yeah, I would love what we actually did like Miami, yo. Like if they came together, it was like we're just gonna take a little bit less
1: pay cuts, less man. Take up. the pay Cause cuts
3: because that's, that's that's really how why how things really become sustainable when somebody's like I, right, yep. I'm gonna shave off a few million
1: because then you.
3: you're just gonna have you know you're gonna have Luke Cornett and stuff like that. And <laughs>
1: that's that's the gamble, and maybe that is why you go for the AD. You know what I'm saying? I don't know.
4: I don't know, man. I wouldn't do AJ. Yeah. I just wouldn't. I, I. don't. I don't think. I just don't think. It, I don't. I don't think. You know. I think. First of all, with the number one pick, if we get Zion, I think Zion would be perfect next to Kevin Durant and Kyrie because he does not need the ball to to make a huge impact on the game. Mm-hmm. Him just like, you know, him just in transition on defense, switching, catching alley oops from Kyrie. Like mm-hmm. he would be, he would be perfect in, in, in. W- w- he would be perfect in that role right off the jump. The question with Zion is whether he could be the, like the franchise cornerstone player for a championship winning team down the line. That's to yet to be determined. But he is, da- he is perfect for like the third option on a championship winning team. The day he comes into the league, I think, to you be know to be completely good. honest, and I think that,
3: yeah, Jales. You know, this was Zion with me, and I'm still taking Zion number one, mm-hmm. to be clear. Um, Zion, right now, power forward. 6'6", six, six powerful, right? So, I'm still, I, have a, I have a few questions how that's going to translate on the defensive end. Like, I, f- I feel like he's going to be a great health defender, 1-1 one one defender. I'm curious to see how that plays out. And I feel like Zion, he's going to have his window where he's going to be amazing because of his athleticism. You can't teach height. AD is going to be seven foot forever. <laughs> you know <what> I'm <laughs>
1: <laughs> that, that's a fact, man.
3: Which is why I'm like, I go, mm, I, don't, I don't know. But uh, That's all I have to say. Think yeah. Here.
1: All right, and appreciate the call, Ari. I Just We got a couple more calls in the queue. I, I don't want to keep people waiting too long. Will's up oh, next. Wants will talk about KD and, and Kyrie slowing Zion's development, the counter argument to Jay Ellis. Oh. Yep, yep, It's a good yep. segue, right, How Jay Ellis? is a good doing? segue. How y'all doing? Will, Hi. what's up, bro? <laughs> uh,
2: I'm doing good. How y'all doing? How y'all doing? Good, man.
3: Doing all right.
2: All right, man. Listen, man. Number one, it's great to hear you guys' voices. Uh, the, the drought's been real. The season's over, but in a way, like in any other abusive relationship, you know, I still want more. Nick,
1: I was know. sensing the need <laughs> to have this show, man. I was sensing the need to have the show. We were we were originally just gonna record the postseason awards, but I was like, you know, let's let's go live, man. I feel like yeah, people want to talk. I feel like people yeah, want to talk, exactly. so you know, I feel, I feel like going live. I'm getting mentally ready for May
2: 14th. So, there we, you know, go. There we I'm, go. I'm getting ready for that day. Yeah. But, absolutely. But listen, man, I, I I look at, you know, and I mean, I don't want to put so much. Listen, I'm at 95% that Katie's coming, you know, and then damn near, you know, 75 for Kyrie. But, you know, I really, whenever this happens, you know, like it or not, we got to compare it to LeBron James and all the young talent that they got over there in L.A. You know, I think like, I think two years ago, I was really looking at Ingram, but damn, man, he would have looked good in the Knicks jersey and stuff like that. But then when you put superstars around these young dudes, sometimes, you know, it stunts their growth or we're not seeing their best because, you know, it's like, why are you doing that? You know, get the ball to uh, LeBron or I guess in this case, get the ball to Kyrie or KD.
6: Mm -hmm.
2: And what if we get a John Morant? We get a point guard like that, you know. That's you know that has to play behind Kyrie or something like that. So, you know, ultimately, it's like does does the player development stop once Fisdale gets talent like KD and Kyrie? Or are we still going to try to make sure that Mitch gets his little outside shot, then eventually get to the three? How many seasons does that take? Because I looked at this season, you know, whether whatever Fisdale did or whatever, right? We can say that um, DeAndre Jordan's dead numbers for his confidence and his growth. I think like he up his like his up his um, production and development like half a season mm-hmm. just bringing in a guy like that. Mm-hmm. But do you think that KD and Kyrie are the type of guys that will mentor young dudes? You know, take them underneath the wing, or yeah. you know, they too a Hollywood for that. That's a, it's a good,
1: it's a valid question. You know, that,
2: so I just want to know how you feel about that.
1: Go ahead and take that, Jales.
3: <laughs> Man. I uh, I have question marks about Kyrie. That's for damn sure. Um, I don't know how much he's going to guide a young point guard into the next level. I'm not sure how that's going to go. Um, KD, I don't know either. I really don't know. It's, yeah. But I feel like I feel like Knox would be so enamored with working with him that and there's so like there's a few kind of you know similarities in their body type and stuff i feel like he can not help but learn something from them so uh, i guess to answer your question i feel like katie might have a better chance of mentoring somebody like a knox here more than a Kyrie, of a dsj or john moran in my opinion
1: yeah I mean, to me, I don't I don't know how much of mentoring they would do. Yeah. I mean, I think as veterans, of course, you know, Katie, the both of those guys would be championship players. Of, of course, they're going to uh, want to get everybody on the same page for the sake of winning. You have to, you know, in an 82 game season, you have to get everybody on the same page um, on the court. I don't see how they would stymie anybody's production because you're automatically going to a rising tide lifts all boats. You bring those two superstar players, it's automatically going to lift up the whole team. The pick and roll between Kyrie Irving and Mitch Jails is going to yeah. be one of the most unstoppable plays in the game. You would not be able to stop that. That would be automatic buckets. KD think- coming off the high screen and rolls. Oh, come on, man. That would be buckets. Buckets. Especially you know the what, system that they run now. I think they'd be tailor-made for that system.
3: That's a fact.
1: You know what it is? Though? I think yeah. what he's
3: saying is, you know how like guys like Tatum? Because you know what it is? There's a different kind of element over there in the Celtics land where there's other guys who want to be the guy here. I'm not sure if we really have that here. But um, guys like, you, don't, you really won't know if guys like Zion, Knox, might want to be, will be able to take over a game
1: if they are here like that, taking over the game. But that's mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's okay. okay. That's okay. That's because the attention that you heard Kevin Durant last night when he was breaking down, um, you you know, tr- trying to adjust with with Beverly guarding him and stuff like that, and talking about you know I got one guy over here waiting me to put for for me to put the ball on the floor, another guy here waiting me for me to put it up. He's talking about he he's drawing double and triple teams anytime you'll make a move. That's gonna automatically free up a Knox. For that corner Mm -hmm. three. It's going to free up a Mitch on the weak side. Um, You know, Mitch and Kyrie in the pick and roll. You know, I I think that would make the team a a lot better. For sure. It will definitely make the team a lot better to me. I I think so. Yeah.
3: I don't think his ego is over here too. Like like they're on the Celtics. I don't think it's going to be that same situation.
1: Yeah. I I, I don't think so. I don't think so. I think it's a different situation with LeBron too. Because he's a different type of player. Yeah. I think he's a different type of player. You know he's
3: a different, I mean? type of, different, type of, different type of energy,
1: man. He's different so he's, type of energy. He complains and points and... Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> uh, absolutely, man. Let's go to... Appreciate the call, Will. Let's go to... Um, <laughs> let's go to Jose in the Bronx. Well, first off, let's check in with the chat. Shout out to everybody in the chat once again. This is Fan TV. my man J. from the Knick of Time show. If this is your first time watching us, hit us with a hashtag new... Definitely appreciate everyone who's been supporting us all year. Definitely appreciate Mustafa calling in, letting letting us know we, we, we got him through the season, JLs. Yeah, you know? we did. We made it. Yeah, man. Jack Isaacson, what's going on? Jack looks like a new watcher. Yeah, if you guys are new, just hit us with a hashtag new. We'll shout you guys out. This is the show where we talk about Knicks news, Knicks rumors, and we go live after every game. You hear from live callers after every game, share their opinions on the team. We give you our opinions on the team. We've had some great guests over this, the course of this year. You heard Tommy Beer from Forbes Magazine. If you guys didn't hear that interview, that was a great interview. We had um, Spencer Perlman from The Stepian. He's an NBA scout. We'll, we'll try to get Spencer back on after the lottery. we will do our mock draft after the lottery. We got our guys from Knicks Film School on, part of the network. Jay Macri, JB. So it's only growing, man. It's it's only getting better, and we'll have some better guests as well as, as time uh as time goes by. All
3: right,
1: all right. Shout out to Cody, man. i see you in here. Cody's in here. What's well, good. I, I thought he forgot about us after that Isaiah Hicks fiasco jails.
3: Yeah, man. He showed he yeah, I know he was hyped that Isaiah got in the game, but
1: I don't know. Wasn't meant to be, man. Looks Wasn't the the Isaiah be. Hicks era is probably over, Cody. Sorry, man. Yeah. Bravo Dynasty says, "Pat, you got us. I hope so. I hope he brings us some luck, man." The
3: seven foot rabbit foot, man.
1: Yeah. TM <laughs> says we got to get Han Solo. We'll try. That, that's oh, one on. of the Let's go, ones, Han. Man. We'll try to get Han Solo in here. Ray Robinson, <laughs> salute Ray Robinson in here. He's new. Z Cipher, shout out to Z. Alright. Re- Remington Persimmon says, "Not new. I don't really remember him in in, in any chats, but shout out Remington anyway." Wavy, All what's right. going on, Wavy? Shout out to Wavy and, and Jack right. as well, man. What's going on, Chipper? Yes, sir. All right, let's let's get to these um, couple more calls and then let, let's hit these uh, these postseason awards real quick. JLs. Jose in the Bronx up next wants to talk off season. Jose, how you feeling, bro?
9: How's it going, CP? How's it going, Jales? Chill,
1: man. How you feeling, bro, man? Uh,
9: good. Good. I think um, what you were talking about before. I think both pills are good: the blue pill or the red pill. Um, I think the the blue pill, um, is like, you know, staying with the kids going young. Uh, we, we get Zion or we get, you know, hopefully we get a top three pick, which we have 40% chance of, or, uh, if we get that four or five, which we have a 60% chance of getting, mm-hmm. um, I definitely want to stay in that top three. Uh, but like that lineup still looks good. Um, all those guys are going to be one year older. They're going to be working on summer, uh, working on the game, summer league, uh, so I don't mind going with the blue pill and going young. But also, I don't mind the red pill and, and having Kyrie and um, and Kevin Durant come. I think both options are great. Obviously, the the red pill, most of the starters are going to be um, like our veterans. Like, you know, we, we could probably woo like a Trevor Ariza, uh, probably get DeAndre Jordan back, and then keep our young guys as reserves. Guys who were starters last year, make them reserves. I, I think that'll be... Uh, awesome team to have you have both young and, and the, the veterans or just have a completely young team and continue building it through the draft what do you guys think
1: yeah i think that's that's not a bad idea um you know Jay Ellis mentioned it early in the show about the flexibility man one thing this year is that you have your flexibility even you know what what the, the issue was with with stat and Mello when they brought them together was number one they didn't fit but number two you traded half your team for Melo. You had no good assets in the pipeline, except for Katie, which came KP, which came much later after stat. Uh, yep. the, obviously, the injury history. But you just didn't have that flexibility. Everything was like fitting around uh, a, a, a round peg in a square hole. You know what I'm saying, Jails? This time, at least you have your young guys. Your young guys went through a full NBA season. You know, those guys can then shift to more role players, you know, and, and continue their development and, and let these bigger guys shine so you know you can still balance the team with old and new but just adding some superstars to that mix that that'd be a nice combo man where with it and that'd be a nice combo for sure uh what, what else you got jose that's it and also
9: uh and also you could add um like if if we don't get anybody in free agency right
1: mm-hmm.
9: you could also Keep acquiring first-round picks, helping other teams acquire uh, free agents, right? Uh, getting expiring contracts and first-round picks, just voting up on picks.
1: Mm-hmm. True. Yeah, it's true, man. Go. All goes back to the flexibility, man. And appreciate the call. All goes back to that flexibility, Jails. Yeah, that's why. That's why it's nice to have. Nice to have, man. Options. Options. Options, baby. Options. Um. Let's go to Nate from Rochester. He wants to talk about DSJ's future. Nate, how you feeling, bro?
7: I'm good, guys. What up? How's it going, man? I'm chilling. Uh, yeah, real quick. Um, mm-hmm. I know, like, there's a lot of, like, question marks with, like, how we're going in the offseason. there's so mm-hmm. many ways where we can go. But um, I feel like the biggest one, really, is, like, DSJ. Because no matter which way you kind of slice it, it's kind of like, all right, what do we do with him? Because, like, if we go the free agent route, with uh, KD and uh, Kyrie We might have to like Train him for cap space Or like Do we want him back him Like backing up Kyrie You know what I mean Because like, I think we can get The most assets with him there Or like If we want to build him With like Young guys Like I think it's like Where it is Like I don't think Like he's a great
1: future piece
7: And like This is mainly because Of his back Because like the back injuries are like 21 Kind of scary mm. You know what I mean
1: Yeah yeah. Like, has, he has been injury prone early
7: yeah, and then also with like his shooting, like like a slashing kind of point guard, like that's not really like the the way the league is trending. So like, I just kind of want your opinions of like, like you know, like, where do we really go with them? Because like, honestly, like, I I think he's talented, but it's like, yeah, it's like there's nothing I like, I can really think of honestly.
1: So it's a good question, J. Ellis, because with DSJ, it's like number one, he's been on the second team in a, in as many years. If you get Kyrie here, if you get Kemba here, you try to trade DSJ. What would you really get for him? What do you think you could really get for him? I don't know. It didn't really seem like the trade market was that heavy for
3: him. I don't know, man. Like I don't that's know. that's the enigma of this season. There's a lot of different. You can literally go like three hundred different ways. Yeah. In the summer, you don't know because there's a lot of question marks with Frank with Moutier with DSJ and with the draft. Like, one thing can offset something else. You know what right. I'm saying? Like, right. we get but, Ja um, Morant. You get Ja Morant, then maybe you can see us trying to flip either one or the other Ja or DSJ for, you know, a shooter or an athletic power forward or something like that. Um, if you get Kyrie, I don't know, you can still see. We know Fizz has a hard-on for Moutier, so you can see him trying to still flip them and sign Woody to a, con- a cheaper contract because he might get something cheaper. I don't know. Yeah. And, like, you can go a, a million different ways. Or maybe just keep DSJ as a backup and hope he gets a jump shot.
1: Right.
7: So it's, it's a difficult, difficult go. question. Like, uh, go ahead, Nate. Yeah, and, like, my thing is, like, the thing is, like, with DSJ, I think there's some trade value there. And, like, that's why I think, like, we could, like, explore trading him. What do you with think you could get like, for
1: him? Because I'm not too sure. What do you think you could get for him? I think, like, it's possible we can get, like, a mid-first rounder. You know what I mean? Or, like, uh, if we're going
7: the free agent route, we can get, like, a solid veteran. But, like, with, like, Frank and Moody, like, they just kind of, like, they're not that good. Yeah. Like, they have no value. Like, we're not going to net anything with Frank, really. No, you, so, like, I don't think you if get if anything, anything yeah. we'd have to, like, take on salary for him. And, like, I love Frank, but, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. like, that's yeah. just what it is right now. So I don't, I don't <laughs> think
1: you're getting anything,
7: for so, me, like, to be honest, man. Like, that's why I think like DSJ is like the more attractive trade option. But uh, yeah, that's all I got. I was just yeah. like, curious about that. Okay,
1: good, good yeah. calls as usual, Nate. Appreciate it, man.
7: Mm-hmm. Cody says sure. we you think we can't go
3: the
1: the Phoenix model of just slow rebuild. I mean, it'd be painful for the fans, but it, it would be, be painful, a thing man. To do. It'll be tough. Listen, I mean, if we have to do it, we have to do it. You know, you heard Jose yeah. say he'd take either pill, the red or the blues. I would do that also. If we got to do what we got to do just means um more shows for us. <laughs>
3: yeah. And to be honest, I feel like I'm a I'm more confident in our staff than the Phoenix staff. The Phoenix staff is Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Like I don't think it'll be as bad as Phoenix if New York did it that way. Right.
1: Right. A little, this this
3: staff anyway, the one we have right now is a little more competent, I think.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's not it's not that I wouldn't want to see DSJ here or even bill with him as a backup plan. You know, I'm just saying I'm just saying if we were to expedite things and bring in if they do really intend to sign Kyrie Irving, Kemble Walker, you got to figure out what you're going to do with him. You know what I mean? Do you still try to keep him here? Is he more of a two guard? I don't know.
3: He's not a two guard.
1: Yeah. Well, with that shooting, no. But can he can he run an offense as well as you really want him as efficiently as you want him to? I think some nights he showed he could. Another yeah. night's not so much, so you know, still a young guy trying to figure it out. Yeah, still a young guy trying to figure it out, JLS. But this, yeah, like
3: he had a triple double against us, so
1: yeah, he <laughs> did, and then we got him. You know, we, and then we, we got then him, we got him, and then I mean,
3: and like I said before, for him to get high assist numbers, uh, Knicks have to make shots. It's so like that's true. So that's true. I, I keep harping on that. When it comes to John Morant you gotta make him like, look good. You gotta make you gotta make him look good. You gotta make him look good. A lot of times
9: he broke
3: down the defense, got us an open shot, and then clang, clank, and then he look at him. He's he only has five assists. Well, that's because the Knicks missed uh, eight open
1: shots. Good point. <laughs> good good point. Good point. In in all fairness, good good point, man. So um so so let's get to our postseason awards, JL. This is Yeah, we were seventeen and sixty five, but you know what? There were still some awards to be had, including the new Tank Commander of the Year Award. Shout out to the Shells for bestowing that award on the show. Vote now in the chat. We're going we're gonna to give you the chat results. In the top right-hand corner, you're going to see the lowercase i for everybody in the YouTube chat. Click on it and vote for your Tank Commander of the Year. Who was the Tank Commander <laughs> of the Year? Jay Ellis, when we first did this in the preseason, man, we did this October 17th. Yeah, boy, were we off on these things, man. We we were off, man. Yeah. So so let's let's start with. Uh, I have one right thing. I have one right. Thing. Okay, rookie of the <laughs> rookie of the year. We both and I didn't have enough time to pull the lookbacks, but um, when I re, when I repurpose this show, I'll have the lookbacks. But rookie of the year, we both said Kevin Knox. Hmm. Have you changed your mind? I obviously I've changed my mind. My yes. my change is Mitch. My yes, guy is, is Mitch. 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 Yeah, it's easily, obviously, Mitch. Obviously. It, easily, obviously. Mitch. But it's so funny that we we didn't even give him a thought. We didn't give any him or I a thought. We we thought it was Knox, yeah. would have been the rookie of the year on this team easily. Summer league rookie of the year facts. That's what it was. He was killing some of absolutely. So so rookie of the year. We were all for definitely going Knox defensive player of the year we both said it's definitely going to be frank <laughs> but we said but we said it could be mitch a little bit of mitch later on in the season we did say that Okay. All right. So we so weren't all. We off. weren't all the
3: way off. We, all
1: off. we weren't all. We weren't terribly off. but... We
3: weren't terribly off. And
1: Frank was injured. The so front, right? yeah. The Fra- <laughs> He said Frank was injured. Frank I don't. Injured. I don't even think a healthy Frank would have gotten us there, man. But um. Uh, so we he said to the defensive stop. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We we said Frank for defensive player of the year. Six men. You said ISO. I said Trigger Trey for the six man. Have you changed have you changed your mind on that? Nope. <laughs> yeah, me neither. Me me well, no, I have, obviously. Trey's not yeah, here. Trigger Trey's not even here. Trey yeah. Trey's not even here, so good job on that one. Picking ISO. I mean, I think ISO is you know, ISO is definitely my sixth man of the year as well. I, I think you. he had an overall good year, ISO. You know, yeah, had, he a, did. had a couple couple um, you know, in, nagging injuries that that definitely didn't didn't sit well with him. Um, and I think when he came back from either the calf or the hamstring, I thought that um, hampered him a bit. You know, he was slow to kind of come back. Yeah. You know, but I, I thought ISO was good for us, man. Yeah, he did. He
3: came, but like, he came back. I feel like he, he learned some new tricks. I feel like when he got back, he first of all, he was driving left. Yes. And I feel like he was passing to the corner a little bit more. I thought like he was expanding this game, man. I liked what he was doing when um, he came back. And I like that the coach didn't keep him just trying to be a point guard. Let him be
1: the scorer. Let him do his thing. Uh, I agree, man. And uh, I so finished shooting 44% from the field, 40% from three, 39.4 to be exact, 80% free throw shooting. Yo, that's what I, I always have that question mark on Iso because people keep
3: saying – that he he's just going to be a bench player. And I don't know if that's completely true, man. Like, I don't know if you can shoot uh, 40% from three, 44% from the field in your rookie year, and not even think that he can be a possible All-Star. Like, yeah. those numbers are pretty damn good.
1: Right. Right. I, I agree with you there, man. I agree. I don't know. You know, t- time will tell. I think he's got to get his assist numbers up. Yeah. Definitely got to get his assist numbers up there. Yeah, yeah, he was a little bit of tunnel vision. How about the report from Berman that um, that ISO wasn't liked on the team? Did you buy into any of that? I didn't think, I didn't buy into any of that, man. Liked on a team? I don't know, man. I didn't like, buy into that, man.
3: I don't know how, like, I, I feel like there were some annoyances that happened. But that's like that's the season, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Right. That, seems, that just seems to happen every season. I don't know. I'm not there, but I don't think it got. Into, I don't know if it got to like a certain level where, like, it was like I'm not. I don't think it was. I got there. I don't. I don't. I don't imagine it got there. Maybe a spat because you didn't pass me the ball.
1: Right. Right. <laughs> I yeah. That's what I'm thinking. I, I'm thinking it was more. Um, you know, frustrations maybe with him at some time, but I couldn't see. First off, the the whole report that you know he was the last player picked in the scrimmage. I mean, who the hell are you picking over him? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he, he was one of the best players of the team. What do you What do you, yeah. you want to tell me? Like, nah, I don't believe that. He has a rookie. Yeah, he was definitely one of the shining stars. I don't believe that. And it, you want to tell me that an, that an anonymous NBA executive is going to be sitting at a Knicks practice watching the scrimmages and saying, yeah, ISO got picked last because the vets don't like him. So that's either a mole within the organization or complete fabrication from Berman. I don't believe it. Mm. I don't believe it because it wouldn't be who who on another team would be sitting in the Knicks practice saying this is what's going on. Let's ask Berman. What's the source? Well, yeah, what's the source? <laughs> we Let's let's get Berman out here. Let's get Berman out here. Ask him what's the source. But, yeah, that was the report. Another uh, says that. Another says uh, players would choose which side to pick up games before or after practice. He was often the one that was last chosen. The Knicks players wanted to play with guys who passed to the open man. Give me a break. And I, I think I'm I'm pulling up your Instagram post. I even put that was BS, and ISO liked the comment. Yeah. So clearly, clearly he agrees. <laughs> Shout out
3: to ISO. Yeah, and yeah, he actually liked my comment that said he was gonna be fine. He's he's showing some promise towards him. Yeah. that one too.
1: Yeah, I mean, listen, these these kids aren't gonna be perfect, man.
3: Yeah, man, you can't expect that. And I was even saying in the post, like a lot a lot of guys who were scorers. In in general, finding your spots, figuring out when you're gonna pass, when you're gonna shoot, is one of the things that takes time in the NBA. Especially if a guy who can get off your own shot when you want to. Right. Like as much as a chucker as he is, and I actually even said this on. I had like a, a show last year talking about the March Man. We had a, me me had a March Man show last year and we looked at his percentages, and it was like he's a it was saying the same thing that he he doesn't pass enough. And look at his percentages. I was like, yo, these percentages are kind of high for someone who doesn't pass. Much. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, so it's tweaks, man. All he has to do is make some tweaks to his game. He's, he's close. He's there. He'll be all right. Yeah. I'm not, really, I'm not worried about school at all.
1: Uh, I think he'll be fine, man. I, I think yeah. you got to like his killer instinct that he came in with. Came in with that undrafted chip on his shoulder. And he tried to kill as soon as possible. I try to kill, bashed on the Hawks, shattered Damn. dreams, man. It's just, it just, um, only thing I'm worried about right now is
3: injury. That's it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Injury. But I think overall, you know, next year, I think if he, if he works on his passing, if he works on his defense, I, I think he'll be fine.
3: Yeah. I think so too, man. I think so too. And based, based off what I saw when he came back last year, um, towards the end of the season, when he was passing more, he was going left. He was shooting threes quicker. Like it seems like he was taking the notes and applying them. So that's why I say I'm not really worried about yeah. it.
1: Yeah, seems like he was listening to the show. Seems like he was listening <laughs> to the show. So that too. Um, yeah, it could,
3: be, it could be Fizz or Post Game Live or a combination.
1: A- absolutely, man. So that <laughs> so that was ISO. So you get you you hit it on the head. ISO was a six man definitely. Um, and I said Trey Burke. I was wrong. Who you guys think in the chat was a six man? I mean, the Fisdale was was rotating the the lineup so much; <laughs> it's hard to even pick a guy. But I think ISO for the most part was the most consistent off the <laughs> C- bench. <banks.
3: laughs> Artists, you're welcome, James.
1: Yeah, see, you know, CP. He, he's he's not an ISO fan. He's not a Dotson fan. if That's one thing about him. He he's he, a, he sticks he's to it. He sticks to it. Dotson and
3: ISO are nice. I don't know what you're talking about.
1: Yeah. <laughs> So, um, who else? Okay. Most improved? You said Frank was going to be your most improved in the preseason predictions.
3: Yeah, I took that out.
1: I said it was going to be Dot. Who is your most improved player, Jay Ellis? Who is your most improved player in the chat? Leave a comment. Go ahead. I think I said Dot. You said Dot in the preseason. Hmm.
3: Oh, I said I, I said three in the preseason. No, I'm
1: sorry. You said Frank in the preseason. You said, said Frank, Frank in the pre-season. preseason. Yeah.
3: Right. I said Frank in the
1: preseason. So so who who's your guy?
3: It's gonna be it's going to be, Dot. I was going back and forth between Dot and Valet, actually. Okay. But um, I only really chose Dot because um, he was more healthy towards for the whole year. Mm-hmm. So I had more to to look after, and honestly, I kind of felt like. I almost didn't give it to him because of my mind expected it from him. You know what I mean? ex-
1: expected excellence.
3: I expected it. I ex- I expected him to get more minutes and then show out. I just I, I I just do. I don't know why I did, but I just do. But I didn't expect that from Von Leigh, so I almost gave it to Von Le, But he wasn't he wasn't healthy enough, so I gave it to God.
1: Okay. Okay. Um I'm gonna disagree with you here, man. Okay, and some people in the chat might leave. They might bail on the oh, show, I man. I
3: know where you're
1: going. I know I where you're going. I know where you're listen, going. Listen, I know where you're going. Listen, be we gotta be fair. We gotta be you're fair you're, here. I
3: know where you're going.
1: I know where you're going. I know. We gotta be fair. I
4: know.
1: <laughs> the most improved player on the team, for better or no. worse. Was Emmanuel Mudiay? Mm. That that's just it, Emmanuel Mudiay. Statistically, his best year of the season is his best season of his career, uh, next to his rookie season. <laughs> I mean, listen, you gotta give credit where credit is due, people. He finished. He finished. He finished with a good year, man. Finished 14 points a game, three dimes, three assists, four assists, damn near uh shooting 44 45% from the field. You know, listen, some nights he, he was the hero, some nights he was the goat. I thought <laughs> class says I'm out. <laughs> GC says that's just how awful our team was. Hey, it was Moody. Moody was the most improved player on the team. Somebody sent me a super chat said don't say Mario. They <laughs> <laughs> said the super chat that was Robert Parrish he said don't say don't say Mario hey it was Moutier he was the he was the most improved it, out of it, a bad season man can't it, argue against it Jails
3: he did um, let's see you know, his, his points did improve
1: everything I, th- I think across the it, board if, if I pull up his stats his
3: shooting, stats. shooting well his shooting percentage was pretty bad last season so it had to improve yeah yeah, improved. yeah
1: yeah, I I think these were That's all career fair. highs And we're, I actually think he was on a list mm-hmm.
3: He was on like an honorable mention list For most improved player I forgot which list that was Something I read like a couple of weeks ago Okay He was on the honorable mention list I think him and Von Lee were on the honor, honorable, mention, honorable mention list As most improved player
1: Okay Yeah, I mean listen man If you gotta be fair, you gotta be fair I, I thought, you know I thought Dotson was Dodson could have gotten, got, gotten the award. I thought Dodson could have gotten the award, but I thought Moutier, um, the improvement statistically, yes, he wasn't the best player on the team, but I thought he was the most improved. I thought he was the most
6: improved.
1: Hmm. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, well, let's see what people in the chat say if, if they're still with us. Shout out everybody in the chat, man. Give us a thumbs up if you thought Moutier was the uh, most improved Let's see some chat sentiments on Moody. Let's see if they're being nice to him today, JLs.
3: <laughs> no way. <laughs> uh, let's Yo,
1: see. The, who,
3: the tank commander question, I've been scratching my head on this
1: Oh, oh I, I got one for you guys on the tank I've commander. I've been
3: scratching head. my head all day on this
1: one. Uh, the shooter says mood is empty stats king. Uh, <laughs> Natty says most of proof is Mitch from beginning to end. Beginning of the season to end of the season. Most tri- most trips on the court award. Moutier hands down from Knicks 1904.
3: <laughs> Yo, I think I have more people coming into my chat ever since you announced that
1: Moody They, 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 they ex- <laughs> <laughs> are, y- are y'all
3: switching chats? There, there
1: was a mass exodus on the Moutier comment. <laughs> mass exodus on the Moutier comment, man. I mean, listen, I, I just got to be honest, man. I, I just got to be honest. Somebody said cornet. All right, so Luke running um, up. He didn't uh, really get that much minutes last year, though.
3: Yeah, you know what I mean. It was I, he crossed my mind too, but yeah, you're right. Like,
1: hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Okay.
3: I can't. I can't disagree with really. it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> right. So we did. We did most improved. We did defensive player. We did rookie of the year. We did six man. MVP was interesting. MVP was MVP. interesting, J. Ellis. Uh, I got I got Mitch on. Because your pick was Trey Burke. Oh, yeah. My pick was Trey Burke. And my pick, regretfully so, was Ennis Cantor.
3: Yeah.
1: So, boy, were we wrong on both. <laughs> boy, were we wrong on both. Woo! But listen, Cantor, if Cantor would have stayed, Cantor would have definitely gotten it. I think if he would have stayed he would have gotten it. If he would have stayed and played the same amount, stayed and played. Stayed and played, uh he I think he would have gotten it. Yeah. I, I think he would have. Trey I, took
3: a step back this season.
1: Yeah. He did. So um so yeah, my yeah. My, my my MVP's Mitch. My MVP's mm-hmm. Mitch. Um, Definitely Mitch. The numbers just speak for themselves. Outstanding year for Mitch. We had no idea where this was going to come from JLo's. Mhm. Outstanding, outstanding. 161 total blocks, which was the Knicks rookie record.
0: Mm-hmm. Finished
1: averaging two and a half blocks, which is second in the NBA, I believe to Miles Turner. 29 consecutive games with two-plus blocks. Yeah. Longest streak by a rookie in NBA history. 38 consecutive games with one block, which is another Knicks rookie record. It's Mitch. Mitch was the yeah. reason... That we could even tolerate watching this team in the second half for the season, man.
3: Pretty much, man. He was the reason I turned in.
1: <laughs> a- absolutely. So, Mitch was definitely that dude, man. Mitch was the MVP, hands down. Hands yep. down. Yep.
3: Definitely from the defense to the improved rebounding numbers to yep. his leadership to the way he just competed on a night to night basis, mm-hmm. regardless of who we were winning or losing. Uh, Mitch just showed that he. Is the man. He's going to be the man. And he's – I can't wait to see how he develops,
1: man. He's, that's, that's a real one. We got, yeah. we got that thing right. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, man, number 36 in the draft is definitely Mitch, man. Mitch was the MVP. What do you guys think in the chat? Gabriel Garcia says, this chat is the MVP.
3: This, this
1: chat is the MVP. <laughs> Shout out to Gabriel. Um, yeah, MVP all, all across the board on the chat. Everybody says Mitch. Everybody says Mitch. That one was easy. Alright, yeah. so let's go to the tank commander. Let's go to the tank commander, J Ellis. Oh man. Let's see. Um let me go jump out here and see if I could pull it up. Uh hang on one second. Bear with me, people. This one is hard, though. I still don't know I'm picking. Nah, nah. Hmm. Nah, no. I think I know. Uh, Actually, on. All right, let's see if I can pick it up. Can I pick it up or do I have to be? Uh, hang on. Let's see. <clears throat> what do you guys think in the chat, man? Who is your tank commander of the season? Who's it going to be? Vote in the chat in the top right-hand side of the screen. I'll tell you right now, JLs. The chat has voted. My chat has voted for. Emmanuel Moutier. Really? Moutier has been voted. That's funny. I think that's a mutiny. Yeah. I think they were just tired of my, my most improved comments. So they, yeah, they bailed I think on that
3: it. was a blowback. They bailed on
1: <laughs> So the chat voted for Moutier as the tank commander. Uh, J. Ellis, what do you say, man? Who's your pick? <sighs> Are you able to check yours? All you got to do, you got to jump out to like, like you're a regular viewer of your video. Like if you're, if you're in your I have to go to like a
3: regular YouTube.
1: Are you, where are you in right now? Are you in your YouTube dashboard?
3: Yeah, I'm in my dashboard. So look on the
1: bottom right and go to view on watch page on the bottom, right? If you view it on your watch page and then you go to your poll and vote like a regular person, then you'll see the results. So my chat says it's it's Moutier. L. Marshall says Moutier first. Lance. I see a lot of Lance. M- L. This Marshall 20, says Timmy second.
3: I don't Timmy think Matt had a
1: bad season. I don't, th- I don't think he had a bad season. I just think, you know, it's Lance. So Yeah, it's, it's,
3: it's, this yeah. is Lance.
1: Yeah. People just say it, it's Lance.
3: Like he actually hit some threes and actually did a high.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I see a lot of Tim Hardaway juniors in here. The tank commander Timmy wasn't here for the full year though. You know what? That's actually the correct answer. <laughs> you think so? I didn't no, even put Timmy. That's actually t- the correct answer. You think Timmy? Timmy was the tank commander. No, like
3: yeah, I would pick Timmy after after, every, after everybody on his list because I have Tri- I have like I think I was most frustrated with Timmy more than anybody else on the team, but he's not here anymore. Yeah. So I'm, I'm left to, like I'm I'm left to pick between Frank who's only been here for 42 games. Lance, who I felt like wasn't that bad. Mario, who wasn't playing that much, but then had these crazy good moments. M- Moutier, who, you know, had some good times and bad times. And then mm-hmm. Kevin Knox was Rookie of the Month.
1: <laughs> Yo, you know what, though? It, this might surprise you, Jay Ellis. Mm-hmm. My tank commander's Kevin Knox, man. My tank, my tank commander's Kevin Knox, man. I think, uh, the stats show. The numbers don't lie, you know. Yes, he's a rookie. I put that caveat out there. He's a rookie. I expect him to be better in the in the future. But statistically speaking, his defensive uh, plus minus, real plus minus, ranked him the third worst defender in the whole league. Offensive, plus, real plus minus, ranked him in the bottom, the basement of the league as well. Uh, his passing numbers also ranked him among one of the worst rookies. Amongst rookies, and his de- like I said, his defense's numbers were, were abysmal. Uh, Kevin Knox is my tank commander, man. Kevin Knox is my tank command. Unfortunately, you know he's only nineteen, as they say. But just calling a spade a spade, you know the the, oh, the Knicks man. the Knicks were six points better with him off the floor. You know, and I'm not in all these advanced, you know, metrics and all that, but, you know, if you look at him in aggregate, he didn't, you know, statistically, it, it wasn't good. He he was one of the, the highest usage players with the yeah. worst shooting percentage, true shooting percentage. And that's not good. That's not a good formula. That, that's I not a get good it.
3: formula. I guess, I guess, I get it, I guess so. Yeah. Like some, oh man, I want to say. See, I want to say Mario, but then Mario blocked LeBron. <laughs> you giving Mario cool points, bro? Yo, he blocked LeBron. Like he blocked LeBron. If yo dead dead ass, if he didn't, if that last month of that last month of basketball saved me from putting Mario on, y'all, because he blocked LeBron and had a triple double.
1: So then... <laughs> and, and, the, and the Giannis dunk. And the Giannis dunk. So
3: I'm yeah. just like, can I
1: put him on... Can I... Mm. <laughs> Ari says Tim Hardaway Jr. set He set the tone for the tank commander. You, you know yo, Ari You know, Ari I would, was...
3: I want to put Tim on this list so bad.
1: Uh, uh, Ari, Ari uh, he, he takes his Tim Hardaway Jr. shots the best way he can, man. Any chance he gets. I
3: vote for Tim, yo. <laughs> I feel like Listen, he, I
1: if, if, Tim. if Tim was here all year, I could easily see it. But I got to give it to Knox, man. He was here all year. He, he played a damn near every game, and uh, you know, yeah, he was Rookie of the Month in December. Had a good December. Had a fairly good March. Had a good April. But the the numbers the, the, the numbers just weren't there, Jales. I, th- I think Knox Knox was the tank commander, man. Uh, Knox
4: man.
1: Was, Knox was the tank commander, man. In my opinion, in my opinion, that that's what I'm saying. What do, what do you guys think of the chat? Yeah, you know, I'm not saying he's not going to get better. I'm just talking about just on the surface for this season, statistically, not Knox was the tank commander, man. Knox was the tank commander, in my opinion. Just me. Just my opinion. opinion. Moody ain't won us the Bucks game. Moody ain't won us a couple games, man. Moody ain't won us man. a couple games. You went toe-to-toe with that, that Zach Levine game, Battle of the Tanks. Remember that mm-hmm. one? It's like a Game of yeah. Thrones episode. Yeah,
7: yeah, yeah.
1: Battle of the tanks. You know what I mean?
3: I vote the I I vote them hard with you.
1: Okay. <laughs> that that's what's up, man. Shout out to everybody in the chat once again. Hit that thumbs up button for your boys if you enjoyed the show. If you're a diehard Knicks fan, man, hit that thumbs up button. We got over a hundred and thirty something people on my side. No JL's got quite a few. Hit that thumbs up button. We need your support. This is how you support the show. I'll give you guys a little secret. The more you engage, the more you chat, the more you share these videos and the more you like these videos and subscribe, the more these videos get promoted on YouTube, the more Knicks fans see this on YouTube and the more Knicks fans come in here, the more Knicks fans call us up. So it's all a cycle. That's why you guys drive this show. You guys make this show what it is. And without that support, we can't, you know, get as many people as we would like to in here and make that will really make the show uh, better and better each time so that's why we rely on you guys to to help us spread the word and 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 you know let it be known that this is where the fans need to be
3: word and my my chat don't like mario
1: oh okay okay yeah, yeah no, mario. no no mario fans in the nick of time show side okay mm-hmm. that that's what's up man your channel like
3: the movie they revolting because of your movie yeah
1: your Moutier plea, yeah, they did. <laughs> they, they bailed they bailed fast on the on the Moutier deal, man. A revolt. They bailed fast. Manolo says compounding. That's what the that's what the word is. You know, the word is definitely compounding. So, um, yeah, yeah. How come
3: Moutier couldn't throw a lot to to
1: Mitch to save his life? It's a good question, man. That that's a good question. He can throw one to to uh, DeAndre though. Yeah, having a Moutier. He I mean, can't, he can't him get him. Mitch active. He, he cannot get Mitch active. You know? Hopefully, we won't have to worry about that next year. Yeah. Fingers crossed. <laughs> we'll see, Fingers we'll crossed. <laughs> yeah, man. Um. Just before we wrap up, real quick, anybody in the NYC area, next Thursday, a week from today, Money Mitch, the MVP of our season, will be at the NBA store. The first rookie of the class, J. Ellis, to have a public yeah. appearance at the NBA store. Put some respect on his name. Round of applause for money, Mitch. Block Nest Monster. Mitch, please. He'll be there, 430 to 530. Uh, fans who purchase $30 or more in, in merchandise will receive an autograph pass. So I guess you buy stuff at the store you'll be able to um, get an autograph from Mitch. You buy $30 worth of stuff. Um, I've been told we should have an opportunity to get Mitch on an interview. So for you guys in the chat, join the the Twitter group with your questions. We'll try to get, I don't know how much time you're going to be able to get with them. I'll try to get one or two questions from the chat. So if you guys want to, Participate, you know. I want to get at least one or two questions from the chat. Chat you guys out um, when we do the interview with Mitch. So we'll throw some questions in the Twitter group. If you're not in the Twitter group, you need to share this video on Twitter with the hashtag #PostGameNYK. We'll add you to the Twitter group, and you guys can get your uh, your, your Mitch questions in there. So we'll see. Fingers crossed, but we we likely will get an interview. With Mitchell Robinson from the NBA store During the meet and greet So um, I'll, I'll keep you posted on that So if you guys are there Look out for me there uh, J. Ellis, um, Knicks Fan TV Day Will be in the building as well, man Definitely So uh, J. Ellis, with that being said Let me kick it over to you, man Unless you have anything else Let's let's uh, wrap it up
3: Alright, alright um, Yeah, so uh like and subscribe. Please like and subscribe. Didn't have a show this week. <sighs> Unfortunate circumstances. Matt, really excited to have a show. But we sh- I think we are recording on Easter Sunday because we only record Sundays. So hopefully we'll have a show on Tuesday. So definitely look out for that. Also look out for my own video I'm putting out. Um, to, yeah, definitely look out for that as well. And you know what? Follow me on social media. I am on Twitter, Facebook, and
1: Instagram. All links are in the description. And yeah, that's it Back to UCP Yeah man, appreciate you JL's bro And um, good show as usual man Good All show right. as usual man And shout out to everybody that joined us Little impromptu live stream We felt like, you know, the streets were talking the streets wanted to talk next basketball Knicks offseason, so uh, Just wanted to jump on here and catch up with you guys Shout out to everybody that came in and joined us Once again, Mitchell Robinson at the NBA Store Next Thursday, four thirty to five thirty. Buy thirty dollars worth of merchandise, and you'll get a autograph from Mitch. In terms of this show, once again, join the Twitter group. It's a real dope conversation, a little post game conversation. Share this video on Twitter with hashtag postgamenyk NYK, and we'll add you to the Twitter chats. Definitely a good time to keep the conversation going. Get your Mitch Please t shirts, the Mitch Please merch video. In video description has all the links to the Knicks Fan TV store. I got more designs in there as well: hoodies, um, shirts, women's, men's, babies, whatever you need. Just let me know. Catch up on this show in audio format if you're at work and you can't watch YouTube. If you can listen, go to Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher. On the Knicks Fan TV, you will find the audio format of this show. Usually later on tonight or early in the next morning. You'll find that uh in there, man. So once again, appreciate everybody for joining us. Um Jails, we gotta do the the play ratings. Play ratings would be the next show. Play report cards um sometime. Maybe schedule that maybe next week or something. If right. um, you're around, we'll do that. A lottery show coming up May 14th. We're about four weeks away from the lottery show. Make sure you guys tune in. We'll be watching it live. We'll be talking through it, listening to your your reaction to the lottery uh, and two tickets to the NBA draft. We're going to give away two tickets to the NBA draft that night. So you don't want to miss that show. Once again, appreciate everybody for joining above the rim. Mike Morgan, BKB. Thanks for coming through. Uh, JL, so you got in your chat. You want to shout out? Oh, man,
3: what's going on? Zeta Troop? I see
1: you. Uh, Depleasy TV man
3: I see you over here Wilson I see you Bodega Wi-Fi I see you man The Shells What up What's going on MPPN
1: Appreciate it man
3: Yeah man 954 Will from L.I. Always in here Love you Will Alright I I, I see some new names In here too As well Okay City Isense What's going on man Okay. Yeah. Oh, awesome. you gotta shout out Michael Parker for the
1: chat. Yeah, Mike. Yo, Michael Parker, man, always in here. Michael Parker, number one fan of the show, hands down. JL is always hope supporting us, holding us down every show. He says uh, DeAndre knows Katie's coming, so he's all in. <laughs> we'll see, man. Time, time will tell, man. But appreciate Michael Parker for the support, man. So uh, we'll check you guys uh, next week. I'll schedule the next stream and shout out to everybody that called and and shout out to all the new new watches, man.